uh, I put some pressure on me like saying oh no you have to do now a new YouTube video or, or what else whatever yeah. and I'm not doing it then <laughs> and that's, <laughs> that's, 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 the that's the sad thing because then I never can relax you know Last time, we finished by you breaking up with your girlfriend and me moving to London. I think yeah, yeah. that was, uh, that was the, the end. Right. And um, yeah, I spoke a little bit about uh, the luck that I had to be able to start, right. to restart my studies and to have, uh, basically, to have more time to deal with my defaults, with my... Mm. Um, Uh, technical defaults and uh, this this kind of stuff and yeah I think you were already at the end of your studies right yeah of, of the first part yeah and so I'm wondering Leander so how was it for you moving to London like what was the shock like the culture shock you experienced the culture shock well um I think the the biggest culture shock was um, the speed. Mm -hmm. I I remember. I mean, I did have this uh, moment where, like, I moved out quite early, and I did live in Berlin, which is also a big city. But uh, you know, and then I lived in Frankfurt for another year, and which is also a big city, but it's nothing compared to London, um, and. It was crazy for me to go through the streets and see people being so incredibly busy. Mm -hmm. And um, so that was one thing that uh, I was really uh, overwhelmed with, with the speed. And um, the other thing I think was uh, obviously the language that um, I <laughs> did not understand my teacher. Mm. <laughs> I did not understand her in the beginning and she would not not take uh take it slow for me. She would be talking so fast at me and uh so many information. Oh my god. And uh um yeah, I did listen and I learned uh, as fast as possible and um so that was I think uh two of the big um shocks for me. Um, coming coming into London, yeah. Uh, not much. I I did um, I did have to make a test. Um, this called uh, this IELTS. Uh, it's, yeah, it's like TOEFL, TOEFL and IELTS. Yeah, I didn't pass it. <laughs> I actually <laughs> I actually I actually didn't reach enough um, points. So I had to do another essay to get into the school, basically. So that's what was required, just to write another essay. And then I was fine. I did manage to get in. And uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was huge changes. The, the changes were so big. I mean, uh, I, but I, I wanted to be there. That was, that was the thing. I was very open to, really start I think that was what we talked about last time as well that I was at the point where I really wanted to restart and to to move into a new world and that was really happening that even though it was very overwhelming at the at the start especially my living situation that um, I didn't really have a, a stable living situation at this at the beginning I was uh, moving many times um I was living in the YMCA, which is like a Christian youth hostel where I'm not even baptized. I don't know why, <laughs> how I got there. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> anyway, and then this whole thing ended uh, without me realizing, uh, like suddenly I went down to the reception and they said, oh, w what time are you going to move out? And I, <laughs> I was shocked because I didn't know. I had obviously no place to go and I thought I could stay there for longer. Something went wrong with the, with a the contract and they kicked me out. <laughs> so I was on the street, on the streets in London. Oh. 
and yeah then, and uh trying to <laughs> well i was just walking through the streets seriously i was walking through the, through the streets to, uh, towards my school looking around where there might be a possibility to, <laughs> there to would stay be a place to sleep <laughs> oh this bridge it, looks good <laughs> It was a bit like this. I was on some level. I was. Uh, I, I wasn't panicking actually. I was yeah. very calm, and I. I. I hated this YMCA. I, so I was <laughs> yeah, happy to go out. I really hated it. But uh, Why, it was because horrible, they also forced you to to go to church and something. Some stuff. No, 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 no. Nothing. It was just. I was just living there. It was just. I don't. I don't understand really what it is. It's just a. Something. Yeah. It's just a place <laughs> where, where people can can live and uh, I, I got it through my aunt I think anyway basically uh, I asked in a in a kind of police accommodation mm -hmm. to if they might have a place for me to stay and then they said well actually not just for policemen and then I said well, police it's really difficult for uh, like a police uh, dormitory like a um, housing for police officers there you were asking if you could stay I, there. I, yeah because I had to stay somewhere so I went <laughs> I went in there and <laughs> And I asked, and then they said, uh, "Well, it's actually only for police officer." And oh, surprise, <laughs> surprise! And I, I said, actually, seriously, I do not, I might not have a place to sleep tonight. Please, would it be possible? And they said, "Okay, they make an exception." And this was already something. I don't know. I felt they were warm towards me. This was a nice surprise and they were warm to me and they saw my situation but it was 50 bucks a night so 50 Ooh. pounds for one night. Okay, but that's really cheap for London. Like, you will not find but any hotel room for, for that, right? Any? Yeah, maybe I you're right. So, maybe you're right. But of course, 50 bucks is uh, uh, a lot for, for me. For staying actually <laughs> I mean, better for free, and uh, like yeah, to have the hope to stay for free. <laughs> yeah, exactly with the hope. No, I, I wasn't having the hope in a way. I, I was except expecting something uh, to pay something, but um, at the end, it it was expensive for me. I mean, uh, I thought how many nights would I be able to uh, to spend it? But anyway, it would have been it would be better than sleeping on a bench. And it was October, because um, <laughs> I moved into London in October. And um, yeah, but I was really lucky with uh, with many things. I went to the school and suddenly I, there was a, 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 a double bass player who knew me and I didn't know who, it, who she was. And uh, it was Sophie, uh, a really great double bassist who is... Um, in Munich, I believe now. And uh, she's she German. Just, or no. She's German, mm. yeah. She's German and uh, she spoke to me and she knew my mother and she uh, she basically said, I, I talked to her and said, I do you have a place to sleep? And she said, oh yeah, my flatmate is actually not there for a whole month. You can move in. And wow. there I had another place to stay. And then? And, um, and then I stayed there for a while and then I had to continue looking and then I stayed in another place, which was another hilarious story. <laughs> Yeah, like, yeah. Just, I can just try to make it short. No. So basically, yeah. then, then to the next situation was, um, yeah, I had I um, the 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 flatmate came back. I had to move out, <laughs> and uh, through contacts from my family, there was uh, a French a French man with an Indian uh, lady um, mm -hmm. married to an Indian lady, and in the house was the Indian lady's mother. So the grandmother, basically. Um, and she was living there too. And they were very kind and offered me a very small room for very little rent. Mm. And I really liked this room. And actually, the situation was a little bit um, tense in this place okay. uh, because of, <laughs> because because of, of the, the relationship <laughs> because of the grandmother to be to be just blunt <laughs> she was <laughs> she was kind of nice but she was you know a tough uh, like a kind of controlling indian grandmother and the thing was i felt i felt welcome in some ways and then suddenly this was a very hard experience as well for me i thought i was welcome there and welcome there and uh, could stay and for, I was so happy to have a place yeah. and not to having that I didn't have to look for a new place now again and I stayed there for I think it was about one or one and a half weeks oh only okay 
Yeah, but only. I also thought, oh, maybe I can. You know what? Yeah. What's the problem? Okay. I just live there. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't bother them. I'm yeah. always in school. I'm, I'm not a bad. You know, I'm a nice guy actually, and yeah. I even sat down with a grandma and talked to her. You know what <laughs> I should do? And she was giving me advice on my relationship and these kind of things. And I thought it was really nice yeah. to have a wise Indian grandmother. And suddenly, one morning, she comes to me and says, "You know, I was thinking." You were staying only the weekend, and now you are here already a whole over a week. And then I think you should uh, now look for something else. And she was basically saying, "Yeah, uh, we don't want uh, okay. you to stay yeah. for for much longer." And Piss uh, off. Yeah, it was go, hard for me. Get, yeah. get out Piss of off. <laughs> and then I was a little bit sad. And then I found a nice place, uh, expensive one. Hmm. I mean, to to name you some numbers, I was paying. 600 pounds a month that's around 700 euros 600 but, uh, 600 pounds 600 pounds it's like over, For, over, and that uh, was but but that's what was still it cheap. was a nice it was it was it was okay it was actually fair i mean it was ah, expensive fair. but i did i yeah i mean it was a loft room a big loft room and i had my own bathroom but i didn't have a kitchen so i used their kitchen mm. and uh yeah it was fine but it was expensive but i lived there all, almost a whole year and it was nice was with the family uh, and, uh, um, again with the grandmother and the no 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 no, no, no. Ah, this was a new place now was this a was a new place, place. And sorry there, there yeah. you, so and it's and what how, how much you paid uh, with the indian grandmother Oh, I don't remember. I think hundred or 20. actually, I think what did I pay? Yeah, maybe. I think two. Maybe two. nothing. Actually, nothing is okay. I think I paid nothing. I think I paid nothing. Okay, but you stayed there for two <laughs> yeah. weeks then. I stayed for there for like around I think one and a half to two weeks, and then I looked okay. for a place, and I found a nice place in Haringey, and, and they were lucky uh, that you moved out and. On the, and they were happy. They were happy, happy, and I was really also really happy. And I had my mm. own amazing place, like a loft room. With, it was really nice with my own bathroom, and uh, and that that was a place until uh, until I I had a very good friend. I I got I I got I became friends with a with a Polish pianist, and we were very good friends. And yeah. we moved together in a house in a flat, a flat. with uh, with a German guy actually for, who was doing Erasmus. It was amazing. So we moved to a new place, and that, that's where we were until the end of my time in London. Oh right, okay. And how much do you yeah. pay there? For rent? Um, the so it changed. It changed in England. The funny thing is about the rent that uh, it basically you have only one year contract, so it changes every year. Oh. So in in the beginning, I paid something like five hundred eight. The next year was five hundred eighteen. Then it was five hundred twenty eight, and then it was five hundred thirty eight, and then it was five hundred forty eight. Okay. <laughs> so I paid at the end about five hundred fifty pounds. Yeah. Okay, just month. for explanation, in, in Germany is different. Actually, when you once moved in, then the landlord is not allowed to to um, uh, um, how to to erhöhen to increase to increase, to increase the, the rent. The rent yeah. Right, he's not allowed. Yeah, so that's crazy. In in Berlin, there are some people who are like old people who live like thirty or forty years in a flat. And it's yeah, incredible cheap. Like like <laughs> Yeah, like nothing. They, they yeah, pay, they still pay and, they pay what they paid thirty years ago, which is like they still pay in Denmark. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like nothing they pay month. like fifty or hundred euro uh, like yeah, for for yeah. one month. And then some of them they are smart and they they rent it again to somebody else, but mm -hmm. with the price of today. And then they have like a nice living in in Thailand exactly. or somewhere else. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 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 No, in London it's 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 a funny policy, but that's how it how it works with at least with the agency. So that's it was a flat through an agency. It mm -hmm. was not a pri a private thing. Yeah, but um, when you you start telling the story about this, so it was. I I know now it's like like funny, but uh, in this time it was like yeah kind of really yeah, uncomfortable situation like suddenly to uh, yeah to be on the street and like searching now for a new place and i just in that moment i just had to think about it so i, I didn't have this 
kind of um yeah intention uh tension uh tensional moment how to say say this and um but i re remembered one situation i was in my room in berlin and so actually this was still in school time <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> and i was um i didn't have any money so so i uh, don't know because yeah but i need food <laughs> i need food I need I need something to eat because uh, yeah I, and I was looking I was standing in my room and I was looking around and was looking okay what what can I sell what can I sell in my room so that I just get uh, have some money um, to buy me something for food so of course it was like so if it was a really really bad situation then like there was always uh, possibility that i could ask of course my my parents for ah uh, yeah of course but you were ashamed or? yeah i was too ashamed i don't know uh actually i don't know yeah i was too 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 ashamed and uh but then because i remember yeah then in the end i was asking my brother to to lend me money to to mm -hmm. yeah to lend me money Uh, like 200 bucks or something, I think, or 100 bucks. And then I paid him, like one month later, I paid him back because it cost that. And I had, I played a concert or something, something else I had done. <laughs> <laughs> I had an income somewhere. Yeah, yeah but yeah. that was uh, also a kind of funny situation. Yeah, funny. For the thing with money for me was that I never, I never had no money. I don't, I still don't understand why. Hmm. Why I always had money always had enough money i don't know why it always something came yeah like Funny. i was always that, that was a that was something i feel very lucky as well that somehow that has not been an issue yet and uh, it actually yeah coming to that uh that is an interesting point with these scholarships and uh, with being funded, right? I think, mm. I, I don't know how, how it was with you, but it is it is a kind of, um, you, you are in a place where you are uh, basically sponsored to be able to work um, on art, on your art. So you're basically sponsored to be isolated. Do you understand? Right. And that, that was for me something uh, only now, I, I almost, I actually fully understand how that felt and because I'm finished with my studies now. But, uh, with this, uh, sponsorship or with this, uh, funding, I have obviously, um, I feel a strong duty and, uh, to, to work enough to be worth it, you know, mm -hmm. to be worth being sponsored and worth having that money that is given to me in order to, You know, basically, what are the reasons why you get this money? Because you have talent to, um, imp uh, to, you know, to work on yourself, to work on your music, to work on the art and to work on yourself to, to become a better musician. Mm. But at the same time, it is for protection to protect you not having to do what normal people do. And, uh, I think that was for me, There was obviously this huge, it was a thing that was very uh, beneficial in terms of uh, having a loads of time, obviously. But at the, on the other hand, it was also taking away the possibility for me to learn how to live a normal life, you know, how to, like, okay, there's money missing, I need to work uh, or something like this. But it's because there's always money and the top issue is work on the, cello be isolated go completely into it mm. practice uh realize you know like realize your potential <laughs> and, and did, but yeah but yeah yeah but the potential only in this um music like in this uh, musical world you see so it mm. yeah so you you felt enough pressure like uh, did it help you practicing To, to practice the cello well the thing it i mean i was uh, during that time uh with with all this like my life changed a lot uh because 
my my teacher was very strict and she was very intense and she would I, I had very clear instruction so yes i was practicing a lot i was basically um practicing almost only i mean i i, I don't think i was thinking about much uh, many other things also uh like we obviously we had we had a few things and we were sometimes also i was going to a fitness studio uh to to some, sometimes to to relax uh, like to <laughs> to relax to do some sport yeah to do some sport <laughs> yeah, i mean it was yeah. really intense and i was really um focusing on efficiency and i was really digging very very deeply into what uh, like into figuring out all these doors that my teacher also opened for me all mm -hmm. these problems that she saw all these issues that could be solved but only with huge amount of work and huge amount of discipline and i was It was uh, very demanding mm -hmm. to 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 do these things because I did not come with a solid foundation. I came with no foundation, and I knew it. And she was the first teacher who also properly showed me what it is and properly explained me what has to be done to fix it, at least to try, and you know what work I have to put in, how how to do it. And um, all these kind of things. Actually, I forgot one thing that uh, after about a year that was uh, I, I started doing martial arts, right? I, mm. I think I said last time a little bit. And that was um, an important thing that always took me out of uh, out of this uh, music focus cello and i was just in in this group and i had this cool teacher and i had my the cool things and i was just for me it was completely without pressure i went there the money was also enough for that <laughs> i went there and it was all about being there just uh, there was no uh, expectation i was just enjoying it i was releasing all my stress i was moving i was with other people it was always it was only good and i loved it completely and uh On the other side was obviously this um, this um, this cello, which uh, which did become quite a quite an uh, um, burden. It yeah, it's hard. It's hard to to say. It it didn't. It wasn't a light thing to do. Mm -hmm. It it really mm -hmm. became almost a, it became almost an obsession, to be honest. Okay. And uh, and that I'm not hundred percent sure. I don't think it was the best way to do it. But a few things were necessary. The discipline was necessary. Mm -hmm. I did learn a lot. But I also I almost it, it did. It was really painful. <laughs> yeah, it was really painful. But I needed this uh, this martial art as well to to have positive um, something really just positive because cello was hard to be positive about it because it was so difficult for me to re remove um, my old mistakes, mm. my old habits, mm. really bad habits that would have not helped me in the long run. It would have um, actually probably. I would probably not uh, really not be very happy what, and what, uh, might, might might not even be able to play the cello for for much longer. What do you mean with with, uh, with bad habits? Like uh, lots of tension, lots of um, you know I music music expression based on tension and bad technique, and that ah if, your if you body do that, is not relaxed. That, like, my body was body. not relaxed. I mm. didn't really have a good technique okay. to cope also with my intensity, ah, and okay. uh, that my teacher knew because she's the same. She's really intense as a person as well, mm. and she uh, she knew she had to work through it herself, and she managed uh, more more or less. Uh, um, <laughs> you know, she's still working on it. This was also that she's still working on it mm. every day, I, and she keeps working on it. And and that I thought is, is a cool thing. That's like yeah. oh, we are, there's a process. Yeah, Everybody has to do it. It's, it was a good thing. Yeah. So that was. Um, yeah. Uh, 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 yeah. So, but I, d I don't want to swallow about it. But now I knew it, uh, doing it anyway. So, uh, you have actually uh, a master in martial arts. Like, can you explain what is? exactly like uh yeah uh, this is a this is a subject <laughs> this is another subject but just <laughs> another subject, short, yeah. short say you have <laughs> because we will do an extra episode about that about that but you oh, cool you okay so so yeah i so i mean what what does it mean um i mean you can't have a master you know <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, but the black so, belt but, but, or something. But like, he, and as, as I am, I am not a master. No, not at all. Ah. I'm not at all. No, I'm, I'm a, I'm a, maybe let's say like a kind of little bit more advanced. Uh, I, I still feel like a little bit more advanced beginner, right? Because the journey is, is long and my master is a master. So my, 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 my teacher hmm. in, in this world, they say that the Sifu, the Sifu is a teacher, is your teacher. And uh, he's a master and uh, he's a, uh, I think he's a really great master. And uh, yeah, you can, uh, if you're interested, he's uh, this, uh, he's called Austin Go. And he lives in London, and he's um, has been teaching this since over forty years. Oh. So he's he's um, he was I think fifty fifty five when okay. I started. Yeah, and um, yeah. So okay. I'm I'm only I'm only a red belt. Okay, I red still have belt. a few. Oh. I still have many many things to go. Okay. But this is my. I I do want to. I am yeah. continuing and yeah my journey. And the martial arts is called. It's called Wing Chun Kung Fu. Ah, okay, right. Yeah, that will be another topic. And then, so I'm really interested, when was the moment the, uh, where you realized, oh, yeah, I'm German? Like, Oh, you mean when I felt uh, like a foreigner? A foreigner, in, in yeah, because normally, yeah, you, uh, yeah, you only experience this when you're in another country and then you're realizing, oh, actually, I'm kind yeah, of... Yeah, I, I, exactly. I remember I I said talked about it a little bit. Um, uh, I mean, you know, sometimes they would they would make a few jokes about it. Funnily enough, they would make jokes about things that were always I was always being joked about the op the other way around. So basically they were saying, oh, I'm so German. I'm always on time and everything is correct. Yeah. And when I was in Germany, <laughs> I was always <laughs> the guy that was never on time and nothing was correct. So, <laughs> so there was a funny, a funny thing that in it's a like way... A funny switch suddenly. A funny switch, yeah. yeah. Maybe because the English are even more, <laughs> even worse at it than me. Worse than the first German... <laughs> <laughs> the best the best british person is in terms of timing uh, being on time and discipline worse than the worst german <laughs> no i think it's not true at all uh, maybe there's some truth in it now i don't know anyway um <laughs> um i think yeah just 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 sometimes they would make these jokes but i would also often say that i'm not a typical german at all mm. yeah they would say, yeah, somehow. Yeah, and that was and a compliment. I, most yeah, I think that was a compliment because I felt, I started to feel just like international and I loved it. Like I was always with people from all kinds of places mm. and they were all the same. There was, in my class, there was, a, yeah, I, I was friends with a Japanese, I was friends with a Polish guy, I was friends with Spanish people, I was, yeah. Having yeah. a, as friends with a Portuguese guy, I think so, and they're still my friends, and uh, and English as well. So I, I just felt international, and, and I really felt it didn't matter. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's yeah. also what I'm experiencing. So as a musician, as a musician, I think we often are surrounded with foreign jazz, mm. and and with different cultures, and in the end, I'm always realizing actually. Um, They are all people. Like they're, of, it's difficult sometimes to say, yeah, this, uh, they're coming from that country because, ah, uh, that's why they react. So okay, sometimes you will recognize small things, but in the end, we are more s similar than everybody th think who not ex yeah, have maybe, the experience. Yeah, maybe we. We do because our values in making music are somehow placed somewhere different from nationalities. More about how we, uh, how sensitive we are to mm. to the music, right? And then it doesn't really matter if you if you have a dialect or if you look different. It is much more important how if you make music together, how you can relate musically, right? Mm -hmm. And I, yeah, I I think this is a it is though it, it is interesting that i do believe that there are cultural differences in how one approaches music um 
and I have a friend actually I played uh, I had an ensemble with her as well and uh, she did a doctorate about exactly this subject um, mm -hmm. th that's an inter really interesting subject actually that is um, she's called Yundu Wang and uh, yeah she has done a doctorate about this exactly this relationship between origin and the mother tongue so the mother language and the um, way they th um, they interpret music hmm. so that that this kind of uh, link that there are i think uh, sometimes that the background is strong and that it, it there are differences but still somehow it's about much more about this kind of sensitivity right yeah Maybe. Mm -hmm. And yeah. when you finished your bachelor, you continued continued your master uh, with the same teacher. Yes, so I, I seems like yeah. you you really liked it there, like with with her, and like, or uh, did you have some thoughts or maybe <laughs> to change? Yeah, or? I mean. I, I I did have and um, um but you I, were not strong I, enough. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. She's I think there was some there was some truth in it to be completely to be completely honest. No, but um the thing is it was uh the it was clear that um there was a lot of support for me in this school still and uh i i definitely wanted to stay in london and um i did think of changing teacher i i really did and i was even thinking about i had a time where i was even thinking about uh maybe changing in school and but my teacher was actually also open for me to have uh, lessons with other teachers and I did have for example a baroque cello teacher who mm -hmm. which what I really enjoyed doing this was really good for me he was working very differently and with a with a cello um with a baroque cello it was it was a really different sound world and I so so I didn't feel too much the need to go to another school or another whatever completely different and I did get also funding again um, yeah. The, for my masters, not not completely. I had to also get. Uh, I got support from Germany as well. I got um, government support, and uh, yeah, it was it was good. Yeah, I and stay. then <laughs> and then then you did your master, and then but then you decided to to move back to Germany. Yes, why? I why. Um, one, uh, so, so for me, I mean, to be, to, to cut things short because I don't want to, you know, tell my whole life story. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, basically there was a time after my studies and I, I just, yeah, before, when I, I just talked about this um, scholarship and, uh, you know, the, the kind of isolation, you know, the, the kind of money you get to be isolated to work on your art. Mm. And um, I really, there was, there was one point at the end of my studies when I realized I was isolating myself from a few things that were important for me and I, I let them go and they were... Um, It was things like family. It was things like friends. It was uh, somehow I could not. I was also I was feeling exhausted from this work. Mm -hmm. I was feeling uh, I could not possibly manage to survive a freelance life in London at this moment. I thought, uh, you know, it's crazy the freelance life. They play concerts all like they play concerts all the time. They, you have to be always always engaging with um with new gigs networking it's you know the that this is the the scene of musicians in london yeah. they are basically superb at networking mm. and uh, making connections getting gigs um playing here playing there writing emails you know they are really sorting their lives out they are much more on top of Uh, these kind of things mm. uh, because they have with, to with this thing because they have to mm. exactly even if you're like an orchestra <laughs> musician 
like even I heard like even if you're a member of London's how it's called the famous London S uh, Symphony Orchestra, right? Yeah, you still teach. They still have. They still do jobs. They sometimes teach. They still play gigs because it's not enough. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. It's, it's crazy. Even yeah, a, it's completely crazy. Like in yeah. Germany, like you would say, like a B orchestra. We like we have A orchestras and then B and then even C. Right? And you are still fine. Yeah, yeah, and even a B orchestra or C, even you will be fine. Like totally. you would be fine. Yeah, exactly. This is the this is a big difference. And I I saw this path and I was I was also um, yeah. So I I felt inside really strongly the need to take some time to process to process many things so once to process all the teaching that i've been going through and maybe also um personal things and for me i did i did not see a path in this in london freelance life even though i so i i needed to buy myself some time and then There, I got this email from Deutsche Kammerphilharmonie. There's an academy place, free. Academy is like an apprenticeship. That is two years where you play orchestra projects and you play a bit of chamber music and you get a few seminars about all kinds of things. And you get paid. And and you get paid monthly. So you have a scholarship uh, completely sorted. Uh, your life is sorted, basically, and you just have to play if couple of days uh, per month mm. in in this orchestra and uh, I thought yeah I needed to do this <laughs> because uh, to to get a to get a ground you know right. to get a base right. to get a base and I was uh, yeah going for this audition and uh, yeah I did manage to get this place um, and it had very it had really two sides because I was really happy I had this base and on the other hand I was incredibly sad to leave everything behind again mm. to leave my martial arts club that I was really growing towards it and I was really feeling I was I was on a path with it and I was um, yeah so I had to leave that beh behind and my friends as well so it was obvious that mm. that that uh, yeah I needed to restart again which was very hard um but things have turned out okay now like I'm trying to combine basically both things now living in Bremen and you know if it's possible to to uh, travel I realized it is possible to make, you know, to live there. I have friends there like, where I can live in London. So I can go there for a couple of days or sometimes weeks and I can do, meet my friends and do m the martial arts and then I come back oh, here. Oh, really? You did this yeah, several times? Yeah, so I, I did this several times. I went to, to London basically over the years, um, many times a year. So oh. at least, I think, five five at least five times a year I went back and, for back and forth. For some so, weeks? <clears> oh. And then I went, usually I went for one or two weeks, yeah. Okay, and yeah, the flies are really cheap, right? When you book early, then they can be kind of even more. It, it can be so cheap. I, fl I flew for sometimes for 10 euros or 15 euros yeah. <laughs> for one. And I always had to buy a cello seat, obviously. That's what we cellists have to do. That yeah. is the real truth That's, about the cellist's yeah. life, that you always have to buy a bloody seat yeah. and, for your cello. And uh, in, the, in the past... Uh, luckily, you you got even like a second meal. <laughs> yeah, that was a, the benefit. <laughs> yeah, once. But now, once. not now anymore because the um, because it's uh, the, the 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 cello. You pay just a little bit uh, less for the second yeah, seat because it's, it's because it's not a person. It's like a, a thing. And yeah, exactly. So you don't pay tax or something, yes, but I don't but understand. Yeah, what but it's that only like 10 <laughs> euro less or five. It's not much. Yeah. It's really stupid. Mm. And that's why uh, anymore you don't get a second second meal. So. That's really, <sighs> really sad. That was the only good thing <laughs> yes. about flying with a cello. Yes. You are actually alone with another seat yeah, and yes. you get a second meal. Yes, yes. It's <laughs> yeah. yes, true. Okay. Yeah, and, so yeah. that was, yeah. Sorry. No, go ahead. Yeah, that was the that was my my move uh, away from London. Yeah, and then I came and then I came to Bremen, where I am still now. Bremen Kammerphilharmonie. That that's a yeah. really uh, famous orchestra. Yeah, fabulous It's orchestra. Like, yeah, actually one of the, the the best orchestra in the world. I mean, it's a top, uh, uh, totally a top 
orchestra and they have a a very a very special um um policy um a business model a very special business mm. model that's very um modern very like entrepreneur like right. uh, they have uh, they are not a state uh, uh, they are state funded but I think twenty percent or something, and they have uh, they have a very spe specific own model where they their members are basically. Um, and there's a flat um, uh, hierarchy. How to translate? What there's a flat and a flat hierarchy, a flat. Um, so it's like the, the first concert master uh, have not so many right no like not another orchestra where you say oh he's just tutti he's just playing no it's the same it's the, the same. same and uh, it's the same uh, no 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 i mean exactly it's it's completely different because everybody's the same right and every everybody has the same right the same money even everybody gets the same money mm -hmm. which i'm i'm a little bit doubtful about it because you know some uh, symphonies if you play a flute part you have to practice hours right. before weeks before to play that well in in a royal Albert Hall. but if you play you know no a even as a soloist second like, violin like when you have but you're you're really sure about that they everybody doesn't matter which position they really yeah I am. I am and is is it good payment or you think it's like in the in the middle range in comparison to other orchestra or you don't know it, it's okay i think it's um I guess it's middle range, mm -hmm. um, and uh, everybody knows in this orchestra what um, sacrifice they do financially in order to be in that orchestra because that orchestra has a different a different vibe. It has a different uh, a different policy and a different also kind of uh, freedom for yeah. each for each one. So, do you think they will survive yeah. the pandemic? I think so. Yeah. I'm sure yeah. of it. Yeah, they have done. I, I'm sure of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they have done. Uh, they have done online a lot of online things. They have done many. They have done many CDs. They they right. are doing. They are doing good. I think they are they are using it well, and they have good sponsors, and uh, they'll definitely survive. Hundred percent. Yeah, and yeah. you are not in it anymore because it's ended. Your academy academy ended, right? Yeah. So I, it, it yeah. When so how how many months or years? Um, nineteen. I think it was March two thousand nine. Uh, oh, two years, nearly two years. Oh, exactly, not exactly, but two years ago, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and two years. So, oh my and god! You and the pandemic is already one year. Yeah. Who thought about that? Wow! And you <laughs> you uh, decided to stay there because of uh, the network you built already or, or because of your yeah yeah actually funnily enough which is a word i like to say <laughs> funnily enough i first of all i do i do like it here and i just need even more time <laughs> but in a way my plan my really my plan was to move back to london this year and i was planning to move um, to go to london for a whole month in march so i would be i would have left already to look for a job <laughs> and uh, i wanted to go back i wanted to prove that i can survive in london Ooh, okay. <laughs> yeah but not only this of course i wanted to um, do my martial arts and uh, right That was that. That was um, yeah. Because I made up my mind that I want to do this more seriously and, and like uh, more continue. seriously than cello or no. Um, but uh, not not more serious. I mean, not more seriously. It's just um, I I enjoy doing it, and I think it's a great let's say uh, second. Um, like a great second base uh, or something. Second base, yeah, it's great. I, I enjoy okay. doing it. Depending, depending. Do, yeah. Also, I think not so easy, like to to earn money with this, right? No, totally. Uh, For me, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're so, right. I mean, but the it, more it's, it's you, true. It made me a shit second base, actually. <laughs> The worst, probably. <laughs> <laughs> It's probably all right. No, I, I a good second base between a doctor. <laughs> no, I believe, but maybe 
you I, I i felt like you were not talking about uh, money you you talked more about like uh of um psychological no like the mind like of your mind of your body like like um yeah it's yeah, a good, yeah, yeah i mean it's a it's a good base exactly for my for me for myself like it's a yeah. good second second base for me to um Yeah, for myself. But not only this, I do have a kind of, um, I do think this training, I'm doing it since eight years now, and there are so many amazing things in it. And I do really want to bring bring that into the music world as well yeah. in some in one way or the other that will that i will see new masterclass from leander kippenberg cello and kung fu first you take your cello and you hit it against the wall <laughs> that's the first step and then you never have to practice anymore again <laughs> <laughs> that cost just cost 400 euros but you can also yeah. have the gold package for only thousands <laughs> and you smash your bow as well <laughs> yeah that would be uh, good yeah funny yeah 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 yeah, yeah. no uh, it, probably in another way it's like <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I totally know what you mean. Yeah. For example, there's this call in German. It's really famous. I don't know how it is in England. Um, Alexander Technik. Yeah, it's big there as well. Yeah. Very big. So yeah. who knows? Who knows? Um, I know this is this is the thing. I think Alexander Technik is great as well. Hmm. I just think uh, this the the. the Alexander Technik is, is fairly new and it is obviously modeled on uh, kind of on musicians or performers and martial arts I mean Kung Fu is far older it's thousands of years old mm. and this and this training you know to basically make warriors fit mm. I think it's amazing <laughs> I think I think it's amazing because we are somewhere warriors as well mm. and I think there's there's so much amazing stuff in in this if you have someone who is actually teaching you proper information you know not just like sort of oh well you have to be really cool and you know look really good and muscly but actually someone who's teaching you how to use your how to use your mind and how to how to stay you know how to progress healthily so that that is mm. uh, the, the the whole thing that i <clears throat> ad admire and that i just keep keep learning how to be on this path of uh, of healthy development and, right. and that i learn i learn there and i think for some reason every, it is so clear there and for some other reason in music world i just look around and it's completely not clear and the people force themselves and they all think about being great and they all think about being special and it's not the path is for many people i think not quite clear how to progress healthily i think so yeah pro yeah for sure yeah. you're right yes and mm. <clears throat> so you will move now in the next weeks uh to to london if if it will be possible because of pandemic mm, well yeah I, i'm waiting for for the possibility at least to um to go there for a, <laughs> for some time i mean to to look around but i mean the, the funny thing this this pandemic has You know, it's, I feel like in a war, it's like, okay, I don't have any possibilities, but I need to continue life. So I do just um, stuff here, here in Bremen. Mm. I do say yes to everything. I, I play in every church. I play with everyone. I get together with everyone and uh, meet people as much as possible outside with masks. <laughs> <laughs> but like, you know what I mean? So yeah. I'm because i i first of all also i need money and second of all i don't want to be lonely yeah yeah yeah, yeah what do you do how is how is that with you let's let's i want you to say something as well <laughs> no no how is that with you <laughs> actually that would be i would like to know just just because we don't have so much time anymore right yeah uh, depending on, yeah. on us we yeah we don't have so much yeah. time so um what has what what did change for you what did it change for you this situation now socially actually and musically as well so <clears throat> should i just skip the past uh, or should i just say how, how it's now for me in the moment um Yeah. Yeah. How it's uh, now in the moment. So, um, okay, maybe I just I will just shorten up. So I I finished my bachelor in Leipzig, and then um, so I'm also composing music and so on. And uh, I wanted to do some t 
totally different. Like, and then I met this amazingly jazz cellist called Stefan Braun. You know, you know, you know what, Vasily? Hmm? I think we have to give that another episode. I think <laughs> it is because it's really interesting. The things I yeah. really want to know what how that was for you with this jazz cello mm -hmm. and what world you went in. I think it's really it would be really interesting. Yeah. Okay, then yeah. I'm talking about what what is now in the moment for me. So yeah, let's do yeah. that. And then <clears> next time, let's. Let, uh, I want to hear how you. How, Like how you yeah. end end it with a classical world for a while. <laughs> for a while, right? So yeah, right now in the moment, I'm um, I'm living together with my girlfriend, and um, here in Stuttgart since one year, because mm. I have the yeah I'm principal cellist here in uh, Stuttgart Philharmonic Orchestra, and to be totally honest, actually. I can really say since one year, I, so the last year was a really great year for me. Mm. Um, not because of the pandemic. The pandemic, of course, uh, sucks. But on, uh, on the other hand, I had such a great luck to have this um, place in the orchestra because <laughs> we will still get our payment, even yeah, that sure. we not play so many projects uh, of um, offensively. Um, Yeah, because of the pandem pandemic. And because you talked about loneliness, so I totally understand. Like, um, there were, were a lot of times I were lonely. And, and um, now, uh, for me, it's so much easier to, to live with a person together if, if it's the It's, if, if it's the perfect fit yeah of course like if it's a perfect match yeah not fit match um with, with but the at least well enough or well enough <laughs> good good enough good enough yeah okay that's no, yeah. no 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 perfect of course good enough but yeah. um yeah it's just a, a small example like like when i'm alone i just remember when my girlfriend was not here for a couple of weeks in in, in autumn mm -hmm. and then yeah i suddenly like the, the flat looks like a mess because I don't, I don't care anymore and actually I was still getting a little bit depressed because I didn't have much to do because of the pandemic I didn't have any projects to play and I just was alone I didn't have any goals or I had goals though so the thing is I have oh every like I have all the time I have and some goals in my head. Uh, I put some pressure on me, like saying, "Oh no, you have to do now a new YouTube video or, or what else, whatever." Yeah. And I'm not doing it then. <laughs> and that's, <laughs> that's 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 the that's the sad thing because then I never can relax, you know. And, yeah, uh, I understand. And, to, and cannot relax because um, and I will get depressed and to escape the depression somehow I will try to um, distract myself with watching uh, YouTube videos all the time or TV or anything, Netflix and and then I get even more depressed and um, yeah, then of course it's great to, to meet some, some people but in yeah. this kind of a situation most of the times I'm not capable of of calling somebody because I'm already a little bit depressed and then I'm yeah when somebody's <laughs> calling me then and ask like yeah oh, yeah then of course I'm saying yeah let's let's meet or but um yeah so anyway that was only like like three weeks or four weeks I had in autumn last year but um no like the last year was was really great because like you set up there's somebody with you um there's actually actually really a topic i would like to talk about about um being alone or there i feel like there's some myth out there or at least how i experience it um that you get taught at least my parents or the society actually is teaching you it's totally normal to be alone and mm. it's unnormal to be to have problems to to being to be alone mm. i feel like like uh -huh. um like if you get depressed or if you suddenly i uh, suddenly just thinking so much about life and thinking oh everything doesn't make any sense Yeah, it's, and it's just—I it's, uh, mean, pro <laughs> probably, <laughs> you know, 
with lonely people is much easier to sell them Netflix accounts <laughs> than with not lonely people. <laughs> so obviously they want us to be lonely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe. But yeah, okay. Still, I'm watching Netflix with, with my girlfriend now together. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah, it but doesn't it's need just, to be that just way, when you hmm? stand up. Yeah, already you begin the, the the day not alone. Or there's somebody always to talk to uh, you know it doesn't have to be even a person look it's already great to have have pets around you know like um always yeah. people um telling that when you have a dog or, or then that's already great um because they're also reacting emotionally to you like when 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 you're sad and the, course, the dog, yeah. dog will realize it and and um But but yeah, but did you not, um, I mean, because you basically, you were in this situation that you did get your money from the orchestra, but you didn't have to play. I mean, did you not have a huge, what did you do with all this time? Did you, yeah, a, did you have finally time for your own project yeah, or did you actually, yeah, yeah? No, I, so I finally, because I had money, <laughs> so it was actually crazy because I had free time and money. I know. And normally, Ooh. as a freelancer, you only have money if you also play concerts, of course, and then you don't yeah. have time. So yeah. uh, that was pure luxury, and I started to to build uh, this 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 company and and to now to to to, to develop this this brand, yeah, Wonder Cello, where I'm, yeah, starting the podcast and the YouTube channel, and um, also starting now. Um, Uh, creating a cello course and and so and yeah. still it's uh, still a lot of work and, and and development but um yeah um this was a, a a dream I always had a long time and now it's actually really happening so yeah um, it's amazing yeah that's yeah. really cool and it was to be honest it was only possible because of investing money into it you know because you cannot do everything by yourself you need some people who help you out with stuff you don't yeah. don't understand or you're not so good in it yeah the thing yeah, is that's, that's, that's another myth uh, from school uh, because in school you get taught um, you have to do everything alone because uh, mm. other, uh, otherwise um, it's cheating even things you are really bad in it you have to do alone and i really understood now no things you are not good in it you should better have some person paying him <laughs> yeah. or whatever or co cooperate with them and exactly. you to call yeah talk whatever yeah, you're right and you then you can co focus on stuff what you are really good in it and yeah. another person can yeah can help you out so that's that's so great of human beings that we are so different different and everybody have a totally different talent and i'm always mm. experiencing so close with my my girlfriend that like um yeah she's for example incredible in in compositions of of colors and like like if you need a designer for your flat like how to to yeah for example like she would be the perfect person to do it and <laughs> If yeah, maybe she should do a channel as well. <laughs> yeah, probably. And 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 I, if I would do it, I would need like like month, and she just just will do it in, in a couple of hours. Yeah. So um, the, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, amazing. That's cool. Yeah, that's cool. I think that's nice what you said. Everybody is so different, and actually, you don't need to know everything and to be able to do everything. You actually need to do the things you are good at, yes. and ask the people for help that that you are not so good at, and then you can work together. I, I'm experiencing this. I'm experiencing this too at the moment. And yeah, and, and in school you yeah. get to teach the no, opposite, and then I, know. I feel like a lot. So I was lost uh, because of that actually, and I think a, b a lot of people are lost because they 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 have afterwards they have that pressure to to be that kind of superhuman to mm. be able to do everything to be good and yeah strange uh, organizing to be good and be creative for example i'm uh, really and, and you too like we are really creative persons like mm. but i'm not so good in, in be being organized and and so on but it's totally fine because 
Yeah. I should just focus on what I'm good at. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. I think let's let's make a stop now, right? Yeah. I think so, it's a good point. See you. Nice. Yeah. See you in the next well, next week. And yeah, was a pleasure I see you next talking week. with you. With you too. And uh, yeah, thanks everyone for listening. Right. So bye bye. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Bye bye. <laughs>